Welcome to the Rufus Chambers Podcast. Our objective is very simple, to provide you with practical biblical teaching and dialogue that you can apply to your everyday life. We appreciate you tuning in, and our hope is that you will receive something that will empower, encourage, and educate you today. Let's dive into today's discussion. Today is just going to be a very casual, comfortable conversation, and I'm just going to share some sentiments or some closing uh, sentiments in a few areas of my life, of my life. This is really going to be a time of, of transparency. So I'm going to share some, some personal sentiments, some things that, you know, I've been really thinking about myself and, and, and this year. I'm going to talk a little bit about my family as well, you know, because again, I'm trying to really draw some, some major happenings uh, in my family's life. I'm going to look back also on the bridge community. You know, this is our virtual community, our virtual gathering um, that we've been doing really for the last couple of years. And um, I certainly want to share a couple of thoughts uh, regarding that. And then I'm just going to close out with a couple of minor thoughts for 2022. Um, I'm going to share some information about January at the end of the message. So you could just kind of hold tight on that. Um, but, you know, thinking about personal, my personal life, and when I say personal life, I'm talking about Rufus as the individual. You know, this year has been, it's really been something. It, 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 it's really been a year, and this is how I coined it in my, note, in my notes, it's been a year of growth through discomfort. It's been a year of growth through discomfort. And for me, what growth looks like is, you know, when my capacity is being enlarged, you know, back in the back in the back in the back in the days, you know, I used to uh, lift weights with some athletes and, you know, those athletes would always talk to me about their growth process and how they had to you know, tear muscles down and build them back up so that they can grow and enlarge and their strength would begin to to go through this growth process as well. And one thing I remember through working out with those athletes was that there was always a level of pain and discomfort that would follow you know, um, some of those challenging workouts. Some days I felt like I couldn't get out the bed. Some days I would hurt, hurt, I would injure a, a, a my back or something, or I would just be so sore that it was challenging to walk or it was challenging to lift something over my head. Putting on clothes could be a challenge. And, you know, it was, but with that, I was learning that that discomfort was just a part of the process. When I look back at 2021, it was a year of growth through discomfort. And why I say that is there were a number of things that were happening in my life. One of my friends I met with within the last week, he said, you know, Rufus, you don't have anything in your life that's the easy button. And we, when he said it, 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 it kind of resonated with me. And, you know, because, you know, in 2021, I went back to school, you know, so that was something at the top of the year, I entered a, a doctorate program, a doctor of ministry at George Fox University. 
and obviously the coursework, the classes, the professors, my academic advisor, they were forcing me to grow. They were forcing me to learn. They were forcing me to, look, to read, write, and conduct research. So that was a challenge right there in that my academic acumen, that capacity was being enlarged. And then at the same time, we were doing ministry. So again, I was trying to be consistent with everything that we were doing in ministry. And then uh, at work, I took on more responsibilities um, at, at, at the company that I work with. So I was doing more on the client facing side and I was also doing more on the internal corporate side and then in the midst of all that, the pandemic in, ended and then we were back to ripping and running and all of that was happening. And then in addition to that, there were some family commitments that I had to engage in, you know, with taking care of different special projects um, for the family. And, you know, with that, it just put a tremendous amount of pressure on me. And but but in all of that, pressure, what I believe was happening is that it was a time of growth. And that growth didn't feel good. That growth was discomforting. But it was all in the name of growth. And what I know about when you go through seasons of growth, a lot of it is a preparation for what's next. So when I look back at 2021, my capacity was enlarged. So when I look at 2022, I realized that I will be I've I've I believe God has positioned me to do more um, in the name of Jesus. So, again, I'm looking back at that growth and discomfort, not just to be happening, but all for a sake of preparation. And I want you all to think about that in your own lives is what what uncomfortable things did you experience in 2021 that could have been God's divine providence of preparing you for something that is yet in front of you. So, again, those are just a couple personal thoughts that I had uh, regarding my own life, regarding my family. There was something that, you know, <clears throat> was really beginning to unfold. You know, in June of 2021, you know, Jamila and I took our daughters uh, to New York and the East Coast to visit colleges. And, you know, we visited colleges in New York and New Jersey, also in uh, Philadelphia. And we just had a wonderful time. And that trip was pivotal for me because watch this. It represented a preparation for transition. It represented a preparation for transition. And that transition was really preparing for our oldest daughter to begin her college journey. And, you know, what what happened to me on the trip to New York was I really realized how important education is in my life and how much I value education for for my daughters. So, you know, when I look back at this year, that is pivotal because of how much it means to me and how much I put a value on that. 
you know, so again, it was it, it, it was a preparation for transition. And this year, you know, by the grace of God, we believe, uh, you know, our oldest daughter is going to be transitioning, you know, into a into a four year college or university in the next fall. And that's going to be a huge transition for us. But this year was about preparation. Uh, it was about preparation. So, again, the first main thought for today is, again, on the personal level, grow through discomfort, grow through discomfort. The second main thought is about this preparation for transition. And it's funny, as I even as I'm talking now, I'm thinking about this word transition and I'm thinking about some people calling 2021 the year of great resignation. There were millions upon millions of Americans that were voluntarily resigning from their companies. And when they when, you know, business analysts begin to track those numbers in Q1 of of 2021, it was it was amazing, you know, to see the number of people that were doing that. And really that those resignations really continued. And what and what to me and one thing that those resignations mean, and there's a number of things we can unpack, but we're not for to, for the sake of time. But all of those resignations meant transition. You know, very close friend of mine, he told me, hey, Rufus, me and my wife upgraded our jobs, you know, in the last few months. And I was like, wow, that's again. And but it's speaking of transition. It, it's it's it, it, it's speaking of of a transition and I want you to begin to think about your own life you may be in a transition or you may be on your way to a transition but don't neglect this time of preparation some of you picked up some skills some of you picked up some information some of you uh, realized some gifts that you had watch this in 2021 and being being that, again, you've uh, you've honed certain skills, you've honed certain information, you've honed certain gifts. The question is, how can those gifts or that information benefit you in the new year? That that's just a question I want you to begin to think about and ponder about. We know what the Bible says. The Bible says that uh, your gift will make room for you and bring you before great people. So again, begin to think about the preparation that is in front of you, the preparation. No, I'm sorry. The preparation that happened in 2021 and begin to think about that in the context of 2022. You know, we're in the midst of applications right now. And that's something we continue to communicate with our daughter is all of the preparation that you have went through and, and, and we tell her you have done exceptionally well, but all of that preparation is for now. Every class, every grade, every extracurricular activity is for now. It, again, it's about this transition. And I want you to begin to think about that as we are in, again, this conversation on in conclusion. Somebody drop that in the comments in conclusion. When I think about the bridge community, when I think about the bridge community and how this year was spent, 
you know, uh, a couple things just come to mind. One thing that comes to mind is a series of connecting conversations, a series of connecting conversations. We had all types of interviews with different people. We interviewed pastors. We interviewed church leaders. We interviewed, you know, different folks. And, you know, when I think about those connecting conversations, again, all those connecting conversations are available for you uh, right on YouTube or Facebook. So, again, you could check any of those out. But a couple of uh, a couple of the connecting conversations. Really, the, the, the main theme, the main connecting conversation series that was so pivotal for me this this year was the series on Into the Hearts of Men. And I interviewed a number of men that allowed us to take a peek into their psyche, into their hearts, into their emotions, and it gave us really a panoramic view on how men, or how that this small sample group of men are living their lives and have lived their lives in the midst of trials, in the midst of triumphs, in the midst of loss. It was just a very great conversation. And the reason those conversations were pivotal to me is, you know, we, we can, you know, we could read scripture all day long and we could preach sermons all day long, but in those conversations, we're seeing how men in that case were living out the word in in their everyday life. And, you know, it, it, those were just some very special conversations. And I remember on the heels of that, we had a conversation with uh, Denise Smith on wives who wore. And that conversation was also pivotal because, you know, Denise made a very strong statement and argument about the sanctity of marriage and the role of a wife. It, it was, I mean, that, that was a very powerful conversation as well. So again, with, with those two conversations or series of conversations, we were seeing the word collide with the lives of a person. That's the thing, I could talk into a camera all day long, but those conversations, it's, it's as if we're having a conversation with a living epistle, if you will. You know, believers that love God, love the word of God, and that are living a real life. You know, flawed people just like me, you know, we're sold out to the word and sold out to the kingdom of God. But guess what? We are encountering some everyday challenges, some everyday challenges in our lives. And those connecting conversations, guess what? They were all for your edification. Not only connecting conversations, but we also had a series of sermons and messages and, and themes. And you know what? When I think about all of those series, all of those series, and again, all of those series are on, on our online platforms and channels, you know, a couple series that stuck out to me. Number one, Born to Live. Born to Live. We ministered that in Q1 of this year. And, you know, I enjoyed that series because it was really trying to speak life into us. 
and to shake us out of places of being normal, mediocre, and really embracing the life that God has predestined for us. Um, another series that, that I enjoyed really was uh, Heart Surgery. Heart Surgery, that was a series that was really talking about the condition of the hearts of men and women and of, of humanity. And uh, it really made a case for our hearts being fleshy so that, again, the word of God can, can do a work in our lives and that God can, can use us in the name of Jesus. And then uh, the last series that I'll draw attention to is Meeting Me. Meeting Me was, a, was another, uh, that was in October, and that was my birthday month, and, you know, I really talked about this whole conversation of identity and us waking up to who we are um, and not being held hostage to who we used to be or what has happened to us uh, in the past. And when I think about all those sermons and all those messages, you know, and, and I didn't count how many messages we you know, broadcast, you know, this year, but it was it was quite a few. All of those and it, you could grab in your Bible, St. Matthew, the 13th chapter, and I'm going to read a, a few verses here. But all of those messages were really for the edification of you, the listeners. Every time I get behind this camera and and, and somebody hits the record button, it's all about your edification. It's all about the word of God getting to you, the word of God changing you, transforming you, renewing you, speaking life. That, that's really what it's, what it's all about. It's not for entertainment. It's not to become, you know, some YouTuber with influence or, you know, start making money. It, it, it's not about that. You know, this is this is a means of discipleship. This is a means of a teaching ministry, you know, for, for your edification, because at the end of the day, what I'm I want to please God in, in what I'm doing. And I pray that that's how you live your life, that whatever you're doing, however you're investing your time, it is about pleasing God. But let me just read here real quick. I'm going to read Matthew 13, 1 through nine, and then I'm going to read uh, Matthew uh, 13 and 23. So Matthew, it says, that same day Jesus went out to the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into the boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. When And he told them many things in parables, saying, listen, this is where it gets good. He says, listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil and they sprang up quickly since they had no death of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some 100, some 60, and some 30. Let anyone with ears listen. Put this in the chat. 
other seeds fell on good soil. Fell on good soil. Verse 23, it says, but as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. In another thirty. So again, this parable is articulating the whole premise, the whole goal of these series of conversations and these series of messages. It was really about the word of God. Again, in this parable, we see the word of God or the seed in the parable is the word of God. And the seed falling on good ground in the parable is the person. Somebody say, yeah, that's me, is the person that hears the word and understands the word and bears fruit and yields according to the word of God. Again, that is the whole goal. That's the whole premise of what we've been doing. So, again, as we've you know, shot all these hours of content, we've had all these hours of conversation. We even have you know, hours of, of Bible study happening throughout the year. It's all been so that the word of God can take root in your life so that that word that takes root in your life can begin to bear fruit in the name of Jesus. So, again, when I think about the bridge community, I think about those series of connecting conversation. I think about those series of sermons. I think about all the comments that we've been going back and forth with. I'm thinking about all the time that we've spent together throughout this year. And you have to ask yourself, you have to ask yourself, have I been good soil? Have I been good soil as evidenced by the word producing fruit in my life. I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. And in closing, when I think about 2022, these are just now my sentiments on, uh, you know, sentiments on 2022. One thing I've realized over the last couple of weeks, as you know, we've gotten into December and now, you know, New Year is a few days away. One thing I've realized I realize that my life can look completely different by the time we get to the end of 2023. It's been something that, you know, I've just been praying and meditating about, not about the certainty, watch this, that my life will look completely different, but about the possibility in other words, there's some things that are right before me that are right at my fingertips that can change my complete life. And when I say complete life, it'll change, you know, what happens when I get up in the morning every day. It could change, you know, where I'm physically located. It can change my entire life. And, and, and again, you know, what trip what and why that is is so mind boggling to me is I'm just thinking about how fast this year has happened. 
So one of the words I'm meditating about is the word acceleration. The word acceleration, because again, when I think about that my life and the life of my family can look completely different this time next year, that lets me know all that can happen in a very short span of time. And that speaks of acceleration. But watch this now. This is what I believe. I believe that acceleration can not only be through the lens of opportunity. Watch this. I believe it can be through the lens of failure. I believe that there can be an acceleration of opportunity, but there can also be an acceleration of failure. Because the truth of the matter of us, some of us have been delaying the inevitable. In other words, you've been playing with certain things and in certain areas that do you no good. And, and you're prolonging, you're prolonging the inevitable. You're prolonging this extended failure. You got it? So, so again, what I believe is that through this acceleration, it's not only going to be an acceleration of opportunity, but it's going to be an acceleration of failure so that you so that people that are on the wrong track can get on the right track. You know, some people have to reach the end of their sales. They have to hit hit rock bottom to to realize I got to get myself right. I got to get myself together. So, again, what I'm thinking about meditating about, you know, for the rest of the year is this concept of acceleration. There's a small passage here I just want to share in the book of Joel in the second chapter, the book of Joel in the second chapter here. Uh, it, and, and I'm going to read verses 23 through 25. It says, O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early rain and the latter rain before. Note here in verse 23, the prophet speaks of early rain. Put that in the comments now. Put that in the comments because early rain, watch this, it connotes acceleration. In other words, if there's a natural seasonal expectation of when rain is going to come, this passage is speaking of early rain. And what that is doing, it's illuminating this concept of acceleration. In other words, that which was forecasted is now coming sooner than what was expected. Now, this is getting good to somebody. I don't know who it's getting good to, but just put that in the comments. It's getting good. It's getting good, Rufus. Um, verse 24, it says, The threshing floor shall be full of grain, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. Then in verse 25, it says, I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten the hopper, the destroyer, the cutter, my great army, which I sent against you. So here in verse 25, something very interesting. It says, I will repay you for the year. Somebody put that in the comments. I will repay you for the years. And, and when I read that, 
it speaks of acceleration, and I'm going to explain why it speaks of acceleration, because again, when, when a statement is made, I will repay you for the years. When I think about, and again, just, you know, l l let's just use some common sense here. When I think about what's transpired, watch this, in a year's time, when I think about every hour I was up, all the hours that I worked, all the hours that I studied, all the hours that, you know, I was commuting, you know, either to work or I was commuting, you know, my daughter to work or, or to school. When I think about the sum total of 2021, that is a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Uh, it's a lot of energy. I'm thinking about even some of the trips that I took. If, if I would just create that sum total of 2021, and, and, and let's say we came up with a number. What, what I'm envisioning, again, here in verse 25, it says, I will repay you for the year. It says years, so, so, so let's say the sum total of 2021, the sum total of 2020, and the sum total of 2019. Let's say all of your energy, all of your effort, everything that you've done has some sum total value. And what we're seeing is here, I will repay you for the year. So in the other year, the years had some duration, and but the payment, watch this, is it, it's a repayment for that sum total of time. And what I'm imagining is, again, that repayment being instantaneous. Glory to God. And that instantaneous payment, it represents acceleration. You got it. It represents absolute acceleration. It's funny, you know, my wife and I, we used to listen to a sermon by one of our favorite uh, African preachers. And he used to talk about how when parents watch this, give their children a house debt free. In other words, your parents would give you a property that's free and clear that what the parent is doing is not just giving a house, but you're giving, watch this, a child 30 years of work in one, in, in one transaction. That is acceleration. Y'all got to hear me now. That is absolute acceleration because, again, what you're doing is you're taking 30 years of labor, 30 years of mortgage, 30 years of going to work, 30 years of getting on the highway, 30 years of that. And 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 you're and you're and you're translating it into one transaction, one gift that is being given from a parent to a child. That is acceleration. So, again, and, and I'm, I'm going to be thinking and meditating about this, you know, this concept for the next few weeks, because, again, I believe that there's something there. For some of us, regarding acceleration in 2022, again, what, what, what I believe to be true is that there's a possibility that some of our lives can look completely different by the time we hit next year. And I'm just going to leave that, you know, right there. Thank you for tuning in to the Rufus Chambers podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe to our podcast by hitting the subscribe button and connect with us on all social media platforms.